Hello, this is Ed Hill, host of the Memphis Home Maintenance Show. We welcome you today to our podcast. got another exciting topic today, preparing your kids for home ownership. As something, if you're a parent, probably it has crossed your mind at some point that it's not enough for you to just know everything you need to know about taking care of your home and being a great owner of a great home, a great property for your family, but there are things that you need to train your children to do and things you need to tell them to do. So what I've done today is I've broken down a list and it's not an exhaustive list. You will think of a number of things that I don't mention that maybe I've overlooked or forgotten because the list is endless, really. But these are some things to make you, or not make you, but help you think about training your children correctly for home ownership. You know, I cover this city. I'm, I'm based in Memphis, Tennessee. Now, maybe you're listening from Chicago or New York City or San Diego. There's no telling who might be listening. And I may mention Memphis and some of the unique characteristics of the homes and things that we need to take care of here. And I may not be thoroughly familiar with what is required in your area, but you'll get the point I'm making. You will be able to take the idea and make the application in the area of the country that you live in. But I still think it will be a benefit to any parent anywhere who owns a home and they want to make sure that they raise up a family, raise up their children, and they are able one day to own a home of their own. Yes, that can still happen if you have millennials living in your basement, but they will own a place of their own, or, you know, even if their first place is a rental or they lease it, there are still things that they need to do inside and outside to make that place as pleasant as it should be. Uh, that they might enjoy living there. So preparing your kids for home ownership. And I'm going to give you several things here in a moment. First, I want to give an ad, a shameless promotion of my services here in the Mid-South, the Memphis region. My name is Ed Hill. I'm not only host of the Memphis Home Maintenance Show, I'm also senior consultant at Masters Roofing. If you have questions about roofing, you can call me for free advice at 901-359-4165. Perhaps you need a free roof replacement estimate, a free roof repair estimate. That is not the repair is free, but the estimate is. Maybe advice about gutters or a price on replacing your gutters. Maybe you need assistance with an insurance claim due to storm damage. Maybe you just want to order pricing options, various packages and products and warranties regarding the roof on your home. It's simple. 
Call me at 901-359-4165. And unlike about 99.99% of roofers in town, I will not push you and prod you into a claim. If one is needed, great. If it's not, we give people bids and we win those bids all the time. So no no pressure at all. 901-359-4165. All right, back to our topic, preparing your kids for home ownership. Here are some things that you need to train them to do. And I'm starting first with younger children, for example, three years old, maybe to around second grade, somewhere in that age span, things that you can train them to do. Train them to live in and around your home and keep things neat and clean. Neat and clean. This would mean that they begin to clean up after themselves where they they have eaten, putting their dishes over, you know, on the kitchen counter or helping load the dishwasher. That would be a, a great thing to train them to do. Train them not to just throw things down in your house like, uh, let's say, a wrapper from a candy bar, but to put it in the trash can and to do the same thing outside. Don't just trash the place where they live. And I'm going to tell something about Memphis. If you don't live here, you will say, that's a terrible thing to say. But if you live here, you will say amen. This is one of the dirtiest cities I've ever been in. I completely don't get it. People will throw trash down in the place where they live. I don't get that. It's wrong. It's not normal. And most places in the United States are not like that. So train your children to be different, perhaps, than the other neighborhood children. Put trash in trash cans The things that are their belongings, especially toys, clothing, that there's a, here's a good phrase, there's a place for everything and everything is in its place. If you can drill that down into the hearts of your children regarding how they live and take care of their home, it's really not theirs, it's your home, how they respect your home, that will go a long way toward fostering something that is absolutely essential. And you may want to write this down. It is pride of ownership. Now, pride in its worst form is a bad thing. But taking pride in ownership, that is that you have a, you have a nice home, you're grateful to God for it, you take care of what He's given you, Your family is trained the same way. We don't take this for granted. Mom and dad work hard to, you know, at their jobs to provide this home, and I'm going to help take care of it. Creating that pride of ownership, if you think of it in terms of a sports team, creating that esprit de corps on a sports team or in a military unit, My friend, that produces winners, and it produces them every single time. And you need to create that in your children. They are not born with it, and if you uh, live on a street or a neighborhood or your kids are around 
kids whose um, their families don't practice this, you're going to have to work overtime to teach them and train them in pride of ownership. You know, to to wash the car, to vacuum it out, to keep the car. It may not be the newest car on the block, but it's the cleanest one on the block. You you feel me? You feel what I'm saying? That's what you've got to get down in the hearts of kids. And I, I have to be very honest here and say to you that the person in my life who's most responsible for creating this in Ed Hill is my father. He's been passed away and with the Lord for way over 20 years. But my father was a career soldier. He retired from the United States Army out of the 3rd Infantry Division as a Master Sergeant. And man, let me tell you, he trained me. There's the Army way and the wrong way. In other words, there's the right way to do something the first time correctly, and you only do it once because you did it right, and then you're done. No, no halfway stuff. No um, doing something and it's kind of sort of right that I got tired and I quit. There's no room for that in this world, right? The people who do that lose. If you want to produce winners, produce boys and girls from their youngest years who take a, and I don't mean in a wrong way, but take a proper sense, a pride of ownership that they're grateful for the home you provided, the car you provided, all of that. And they, they help you. They show you they're grateful for that by taking pride of ownership about where they live. Insist on it. If you don't, you won't get it. And I'm not talking about uh, making their lives miserable. I'm talking about being an example Children do what they see. So mom and dad, if you want your children to take care of your home, you need to take care of your home. If the roof is a jacked up mess, get it fixed. Call me, get it repaired, get a new one on the home. If the paint is peeling everywhere on the side of your house, the fascia board is falling off the front because it's rotten and should have been fixed five years ago, get it done. And involve your kids in seeing that taken care of. Even if, even if you're not doing that and they're not doing it and you hire a, a painter to take care of the wood rot, have them around to observe what someone is doing to take care of that. And I'm telling you, let me put it like this. If you ignore this life lesson I'm giving you, mom and dad, about pride of ownership, you may have it, but if you don't inculcate that into your boys and girls, you're going to produce losers when it comes to home ownership. And that's not what you want. You want to produce winners who won't accept losing and they take care of what they have. It might not be the newest car or the newest home in your area, but it's, it's the best taken care of. Trust me on this. That is a big deal. A big deal. Number two, 
there are not only things you can train them to do, but, but as you train them, you assign them chores. Now, isn't that an old, antiquated concept? Yeah, it's one we need to get back to. Hey, no video games until the chores are taken care of. No talking on that device all day with your buddies until your chores are taken care of. Give them tasks that's their responsibility. Now, again, what I'm about to say is not a complete list. You can think of 55 more, but it'll get you thinking. Cut the grass. The grass should not be something left to chance. Like, I don't know, every three weeks, maybe it'll be cut. No, sir, no, ma'am. That grass is going to be cut every week, weather permitting, on Friday. If it's raining on Friday, then guess what? You're cutting it on Saturday. If you know it's going to rain on Friday and Saturday, you might want to think, my son, about cutting it early on Thursday. Cutting the lawn is something that older kids can do. Like, uh, I mean, depending on the, the kid and your yard and all of that, maybe even as young as third grade. Um, you know, they have to be big enough to push a lawnmower, obviously. <laughs> but they need to do it with your supervision, with your involvement, at least initially. And they will, they will always remember those days. Because tell you what, I can flat cut a yard. And the reason I can cut a yard as well as I do, I can edge the driveway, cut the bushes. I mean, when I'm done, baby, it looks great. And I'm not even a lawn service. It looks like a professional did it because I am a professional. I had the best teacher in this, my dad. So you need to take the same approach with your boys and girls and teach them when you cut the grass, cut it right the first time. Here's how you edge the driveway with a, you know either a push-type edger or a powered one. Here's how, after you're done cutting the grass, son, you blow off or sweep off the driveway. Don't leave all those grass clippings all over the driveway to be tracked in the house. You, when you're done, you clean it up so nobody will ever know the grass was cut except the grass is short. You, you, you see what I'm saying? They can sweep, uh, I mean, unrelated to cutting the grass. They can keep the driveways and sidewalks and patios swept. They can rake leaves in the fall. They can take trash cans from the side or the back of your home to the street for, you know, when the trash truck comes. And I, I remember that was one of my chores growing up. Nobody had to tell me or remind me ever because my dad taught me well. Hey, it's Monday night. The trash truck comes on Tuesday. No matter what else is happening, before I lay my head on the pillow and go to sleep and get ready to go to school, my job is to get the trash out of the house, into those metal trash cans, take the trash cans to the street so that we're not having a Chinese fire drill because we forgot to take the trash out. It's already planned for and taken care of. So, chores... Cut the grass, sweep the driveway, sidewalks, take the trash cans out. Hey, here's one I bet you will never, ever would have thought of. Get them a dog. 
A dog is a great training tool for teaching kids pride of ownership. And the great thing about a dog is if your kids fail, the dog will die. (gasps) Ed, I can't believe you said that. Hey, trust me, if that dog dies, bigger lesson you can never give them. (laughs) I'm not, and I don't want your dog to die. I love dogs. I have a dog of my own. But my point is, hey, if you don't give the dog water and it's a house dog, it'll die. If you don't feed the dog, it'll die. You know, if you don't take it to the vet, brush its coat, take it for a walk, whatever. The point is a dog, obviously with your supervision, we don't want to harm any dogs or anything here, but I'm just saying with your watchful oversight, your kids can learn to take, uh, here's an old word, responsibility. Responsibility for taking care of that dog. Every kid, by the way, will promise you, just like you did your mom and dad, Oh, can I have this dog, please? Ha ha, can I? Ha ha, I promise I'll take it out. I'll water it. I'll walk it, all that. And then you forgot about it. And your mama took care of the dog. Let's just call it like it is. Well, let's start over. Here's a do over for you. You can train your kids to actually take care of that pet. Um, you know, let's say you live in Chicago. All right, this is one you can use. Kids, you know, after a certain age, ought to be out there shoveling the snow, not mom and dad. They should chop the firewood, bring the firewood into the house if you have a fireplace. They should learn to change filters on the the blower for the air conditioner and heater unit. They should learn to water the grass. In my opinion, every child should be taught how to paint a ceiling and the walls in their bedroom. And maybe that's the only room you will let them do because it was terrible. Well, hey, guess who their teacher was? It was you. Teach them to do it the right way. Let them practice on their bedroom. Get that right. And voila, you've got your own resident, uh, in-residence painter to paint the rest of the interior of your home. Depending on the size of your home, whether it's one or two stories and all of that, maybe they could even paint your home if it's one story. So but they got to start somewhere. Maybe it's the laundry room. Hey, nobody ever sees that, right? And that's another thing. Make them help with washing the dishes, washing the laundry, folding it, drying it, you know, whatever, and putting it where it goes. All right, so those are ideas of chores, things to train them to do. All right, here are some things to tell them to do. And what I mean by this is this is not something that, like they run outside and do it, like a physical task. Is something that they that you're telling them, you're explaining them to them what to do and why they need to do it. This is just three. There's probably three hundred. Here's three. Number one, budget. But there's another old word. That's a great word, by the way. Have a budget for their money because they're not going to live, hopefully, with mom and dad forever. Can I get an amen on that? Eventually, they need to be out on their own, even if they're sharing a place with some buddies, you know, they can get their career going. They got to do their part, right? They've got to chip in with their money. Teach them about budgeting, about handling money. And one part of that is teach them to budget for home maintenance. Things break down. Things wear out. The paint job that looks great on your new home right now 
uh, hey, eight years from now, it's not going to look that great. There's going to be wood rot. It needs to be painted. The roof needs to be replaced or repaired. And maybe there's not going to be a storm that helps you take care of that. The water heater someday is going out. You got to plan for that. So how to budget for home maintenance. Put money aside just for that. Number two, teach them about home property insurance. By that, I mean the, the kind of insurance like, you know, all state, state farm, nationwide, whatever. The type of insurance, if the home catches on fire, they rebuild the home. That kind of insurance. If there's a storm that hits your neighborhood and uh, knocks houses down, that, that home is protected by insurance. The kind of insurance they want, and you need to listen to what I'm about to say, and if you don't know the answer to this, you better be on your phone with your agent right after this podcast. The kind of insurance you want is replacement cost coverage. Replacement cost coverage. The kind, in my opinion, that you do not want is actual cash value. Why? Because actual cash value insurance depreciates based on the age of the home and the insurance company keeps all that depreciated money and you get only a percentage of what it will cost, for example, to replace the roof or rebuild uh, your home or whatever, you know, so whatever the terms of your policy are. And don't even strain about what that is. That's what you don't want. You want, just to put it in roofing terms, which I know best, let's say you have uh, a replacement cost policy with your insurance company. Some companies don't sell it at all. Some offer a choice. Some, that's all they sell. And I'm not recommending any on the podcast. If you want to call me privately, I will tell you my true feelings about this. <laughs> but, the, but the replacement type policy is what you want. Let's use the roofing as an example. Storm comes through your area, it decimates your roof. What you want is the kind of insurance if they agree to replace your roof other than the deductible, which is your responsibility under the policy and state law to pay. Other than that, insurance will pay for everything to put the new roof on the home. ACV, on the other hand, will give you a, a small piddling percentage of the money and keep the depreciated amount. That you don't want. That's an example. But teach them what home insurance does to protect the home uh, beyond things that they can't control, you know, fire, storms, that kind of thing. Number three, scheduled upkeep. Tell them about this. Son, when you own your first home, you're going to have to have a plan in your brain and written down, preferably, about how to take care of the interior of your home and the exterior because things are going to tear up and wear out. That, that water heater uh, in that that home that you bought that's not brand new, you know, maybe it's somebody else has lived there 10 years, you buy the home, you're the new owner, hey, guess what? The water heater's not new. Eventually, probably pretty soon, <laughs> it's going to go out. You have to have a plan to replace the water heater. Oh, by the way, that home that has a wonderful fireplace, I mean, I really like it. That's cool. You need to find out if they, when's the last time that they cleaned the chimney 
because you can have creosote built up in the chimney that can catch fire and burn your house down. <laughs> Welcome to your new home. But, you know, how to, how to clean the fireplace or have someone do it. Exterior has to be taken care of. The gutters have to be cleaned out. Wood rot has to be repaired. The home has to be repainted at some point, right? If it has any paint on it. The roof, it either needs to be repaired or replaced at some point. Landscaping, it doesn't just happen. You have to take care of it. Well, anyway, these are examples of things you can train your kids to do and tell them that they need to do. I hope this has helped you, given you some ideas. I hope you made a list. Again, the main thing I do is I help homeowners solve their roofing problems. I'm not even going to go into everything that I do related to that, but if you need help and you want courteous, professional help and no shady, funny business like a few roofers in town are doing, you just want someone you can trust, you just want free advice, that's fine. Call me, Ed Hill, Masters Roofing. Here's my direct phone number, 901 359 4165 901-359-4165 ask for Ed you really don't need to do that I'm the only one that answers my own cell phone right um, it's I'll take a call almost 16 hours a day hey I got to sleep sometime right but uh, you can call me early or late if I miss the call I'll get back to you really quick glad to give free advice free inspections I'll give you a free estimate for replacement, a free estimate for roof repair. I can assist you with storm claims or tell you when you do not need to file a storm claim. Anyway, I hope this has been helpful for you today. Um, I've had a great time uh, sharing this with you because it's, it's just been uh, brought back a lot of memories for me. So anyway, thanks for listening. Tell other people about our podcast we are can be easily found at Memphis Home Maintenance Show. Podbean.com, and um, your friends, neighbors, relatives, enemies, coworkers, whoever, everybody needs to listen to this. Thanks for listening. We'll look for you on the next podcast.